We all want to be cherished. That's a reality. We all want someone to hold us down, to demonstrate allegiance and be the one who communicates appreciation for us no matter what. I think it's safe to say that we want to be acknowledged when we speak, affirmed when we wonder. We want to be celebrated just because. We want to know that someone cares. And I don't think that's strange because that's a part of what it means to be cherished. But here's the thing. To be cherished means that we must be willing to cherish. So we're talking about how to cherish what really matters today. And that is the Word of God. Don't roll your eyes because this is the episode that you absolutely need to hear. Join me today. To the grown woman, pray. To the woman looking for answers, pray. To the woman who's busy and just needs a change, pray. Pray, woman. Stop comparing yourself, pray. Stop grumbling, pray. Stop giving excuses. Stop counting yourself out. Pray. Stop discounting God. It's time to pray. Welcome to the Woman Pray Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Woman Pray Podcast. Today, we're talking about how to be cherished in this life by intentionally cherishing the Word of God in our lives. Now, I know a focus on Scripture can sound like we're off topic a bit, especially when you're wanting a life partner or you're feeling disconnected or unappreciated by someone. But I promise you, this is a message that can make the difference if you'll take it seriously. Before we get started, I want just to remind you because it is summertime I want to remind you that vacation is important so don't take it for granted if you're single be intentional about what you can do to take a break from your norm do something where you can have fun without the need of other people if you're a single parent be intentional about taking your children somewhere even if somewhere is the area park if you're married regardless of how much you've saved be intentional about getting away even if it's a weekend at the at your relative's home. I don't know. No matter who you are, don't let the summer get away from you without taking days just to rest or taking time to laugh or just do nothing. If you work hard, play hard. Just don't go out of bounds, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Alrighty, so let's get started on what it means to cherish and be cherished. As Christians, we claim to love God. That's what we say anyway. And we claim to believe his promise. That's what we claim anyway. We believe what is written, yet it's very easy for many of us to move our focus away when physical needs or problems begin screaming for our undivided attention. And so I want to recenter us a bit today because despite how you feel or what the world would tell you, your answer in this life is and always will be found in your relationship with the Father. And this is true if you're wanting to love and be loved or if you're needing order in your home or you need direction for your life or deliverance from your situation. Whenever a change is needed and you're maybe feeling desperate, whenever you're feeling neglected, likely you have stopped cherishing the word of God. 
I can say this with confidence because of what the what we find in the Holy Scriptures. Remember, God promised Israel a land flowing with milk. Milk is a metaphor in my mind of peace. He promised them a land of milk and honey, honey which is symbolic of sweetness. The peace and sweetness available to them is also available to you. But in order to possess this land of milk and honey, possess the peace and sweetness that God has provided, there may be a wilderness experience where you cannot see the end because of dense forest or foliage. And that represents the circumstances circumstances around you. Most times you don't have directions in a wilderness, so you have to trust a compass or something. Well, as Christians, that's called faith. And the promised land, it may seem impossible to reach because of obstructions on the route. Those are the distractions of worry or fear or uncertainties that can paralyze any one of us from starting or even continuing. Israel walked through a real wilderness, and to parallel your life with theirs, your life before Christ is your Egypt, a place of bondage, and the world around you is your wilderness, but God has given his word, and if you will cherish his word, that is, hold it down, demonstrate allegiance, and respond with appreciation for what he said, no matter what, you will reach the promised peace and sweetness and know what it means to be cherished by God because his word is the wisdom and compass for life. Love it and it will not leave you. Neglect it and it will not help you. Remember, the word of God is the bedrock, the basis, and the fabric of Christianity. Spoken in the beginning and framing the world in which creation lives, the word is the manna from heaven that became flesh and dwelled amongst man. It was written on tablets of stone but transferred to man's heart so that all would be warned and find great reward. The word was given to one, Adam, and defied by two, Adam and Eve. It was a covenant to be kept by a nation whose heart was astray, but this same covenant was upheld, obeyed, cherished by the Savior, who would be faithful and true to the word. So the word was established as the one thing that will never pass away, nor return to God void. The word of God is the truth that endures forever, and when we imitate Christ by cherishing what God said, our prayers may be answered. Faith can be seen and fruit is produced. Prayers can be answered because God watches over his word to perform it. And we who diligently keep his word on our mind and write it on the tablet of our heart, meditating on it day and night while feeding on it as the bread of life, that is cherishing it we find that its entrance does bring light. Light that breaks the darkness of sin, even breaks the darkness of depression, and that has the power to open the eyes of our understanding. And because the word is alive and active, the lamp to our feet and the light to our path, the guide for a smooth journey in this world as it purifies our soul and causes joy to be full, this same word assures that those who love life and desire good days need only be faithful as doers and not hearers alone, believers and not doubters of what God said, so that the incorruptible ever-living seed of his word can offer the peace that overrides fear. It can combat doubt and insecurity 
communities with knowledge and nurture a posture of faithfulness within the heart that is seen by the God who honors those who honor him and shows himself strong in the lives of those who are loyal to him, even though the world is in conflict with the truth. Why? Because he is committed to his word, so much so that he has elevated his word even above his very name. You can look at Psalm 138 for that. So when you believe what's written enough to obey it and believe what's in the scripture enough to declare it over your situations and circumstances and natural realities, you are showing your father that you trust him, that you're loyal to him, and that you cherish every word that he has spoken. That's the commitment we make to God when we receive Christ as our savior and the wilderness is where we prove who we are when what we believe. See, with every commitment, there is an expected loyalty, a decision to trust and believe that intentions are pure and a bond that assumes, even contends for agreement and oneness. This is true for contracts with people or true with building friendships and honoring marriage vows because within each kind of relationship and to varying degrees, of course, there is an expectation of spoken or unspoken but demonstrated allegiance, an exchange of self and a rapport not easily broken as perspectives are aligned and integrity valued. In other words, when you cherish the relationship that you've made with another, You'll honor them by believing them, and they will honor you by believing you. So it is when the word of God abides within the believer. You're showing loyalty, trust, and pureness of heart towards the Father. You're showing how much you cherish him and what he said, and that makes for a visible and strong faith. When the word dwells richly within, you are renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created you for the sake of oneness in him. That's the key to a life of peace and sweetness, meaning when you cherish what God said enough to repeat his word back to you, I'm sorry, back to him, you may, you may have to contend with your feelings or people's opinions, but if you demonstrate this kind of wholehearted devotion and willingness of mind consistently, that is saying what he said, doing what he told you, living like what is found in his word despite what culture says or regardless of questionable downturns in life, when you resist the temptation to adapt and compromise the word that you cherish, well, it will fortify your heart against the storms of life. The word will anchor your soul in the hope that does not disappoint and drive your faith towards the victory that overcomes the world. That's the fruit that includes an answer to your prayers, the healing of your soul, and the deliverance that you need and cry out for. If you abide in me, the Gospel of John says, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. My translation of that passage is, if you cherish me enough to say and do what is written, you can ask for your desire, and it will be done. So cherish the word of God, my sister. Read the Bible daily. Meditate on it day and night. Be a workman by studying it, memorizing the law of liberty, and responding to the word with a living faith even during the summer.
Mark the day that you begin to cherish the word of God. And that will be the day when your reality changes. I want to pray for you, but before I do, if this message has helped you, I'd like you to subscribe to the channel and share with others. If after hearing today, you're feeling like you're still missing something, I'd like you to consider joining me for four weeks of mentoring in the fall. Within each cycle, your foundation in Christ is strengthened so that you're not only established in righteousness, but you're in position to pray effectively and receive from your Father because you understand the gospel of Jesus Christ and you're living according to the kingdom of God. You're living according to principles that work. Go to womanpray.com for more information on the apprentice cycle and keep your eyes open on the site as testimonies are a reminder that if he did it for one, he will do it for another. If he did it for her, he will do it for me. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that you have given us the honor, the privilege to read your word anytime we want. As we celebrate Independence Day, the freedom of uh, freedom of religion, the freedom to believe, I pray, Lord, that we would never take this for granted, that we would not neglect your word, but we would give a more careful heed to the things that we have heard, lest we drift away. May we be people who cherish your word, where we are living it out, where we are doers of the word, where we truly are imitating Christ. I pray, Lord, for not just a conviction, but every day during this summer when we can relax and do absolutely nothing and absolutely empty, that you would remind us to return to you. And as we return to your, your word, that it would so fill us, Lord God, so, so bless us that this summer would be a time of refreshing and true restoration for our souls. I commit us unto you even now, and I thank you for your faithful love towards each one of us to keep us from falling even until the day of Jesus Christ. It is in Jesus' name that we pray, and all of the believers say, amen. Well, God bless you. So glad that you're joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you again next week on the Woman Pray Podcast.